Hello, and welcome to Pass the Hot Sauce, a Roswell podcast. I'm Lisa Abigail. I'm Lorena Rose. And I'm Aliza Ora. Today, we are coming to you with a mini-sode, so we're not talking about an episode of Roswell this week. This week, we will be discussing the 20th anniversary of Roswell. Uh, The show premiered, as I'm sure we all know, on October 6th, 1999. And today, as we are airing this episode, it is October 8th, so we thought it would be a great time to discuss the 20th anniversary of the TV show and some of the impact that it's had on the last 20 years and what some of the actors are doing now. So the most obvious impact is probably the reboot that is currently airing on the CW that's titled Roswell, New Mexico. And we are planning to cover that in our podcast after we get through the original three series run of Roswell. So I was looking at how the original series compares to the new one in terms of critical reception and ratings. And season one of the original series on Rotten Tomatoes has a 100% score from the audience and an 89% positive score from the critics, while the new series has a 66% positive audience score and 55% from the critics. So not as good. The new series also generally has lower ratings, although both are overall pretty low rated shows. I feel like I've been hearing great things about the new series. I haven't watched it yet, but I feel like I've heard a good reception from everyone I know who has watched it. So that's interesting to hear those scores. Yeah, I've seen. Uh, Yeah, so I've seen a lot of positive articles on it. It doesn't have a large viewership, um, but I think partly like the CW shows don't have that large of a viewership anyway. Especially not as much as, like, the WB shows back then. Yeah. And, I mean, there's just more competition now. Yeah, I Mm -hmm. was going to say there's so much competition for people's time and money now. There's so many more channels on TV, let alone all of the streaming options of TV. There's just so many more shows for people to watch that people have to make decisions about what they spend their time watching. And I feel like just the culture of, like, Wednesday night at 9 is the time for this you know is much less so because it's all dvr and it's on hulu and it's you know you can always watch it somewhere else uh that nobody's really watching them when they come out yeah i just watched the first season of roswell new mexico on netflix so i did not help any of the ratings (laughs) sorry right So the the Rotten Tomatoes critical consensus, which is essentially where they look through all of the ratings and say, okay, here's the general idea. For the original, they said it is surprisingly smart and just the right amount of weird. Roswell has a strong sense of self that sets it apart in a crowded genre. Whereas for the reboot, the consensus was Roswell, New Mexico admirably adds modern political context to its premise, but this reboot hews too closely to its predecessor to transcend the pitfalls of a redundant retread. It also feels like the standards are just higher now, that people are just more critical. Yeah, and I also think we've reached this point where it's like, geez louise, man, everything's a reboot or a reimagining or a revival. And at a certain point, people are like, just can you write a new show? Can you please just come up with an original concept? Yeah, or they're adaptations of books, because I'm thinking about right now, I'm watching Handmaid's Tale, which, okay, Mm -hmm. it's not a reboot, and it's brilliant. It's made like a film. But yeah, it's from a book. It's not an original story. 
Yeah, and we're all, I think all of us are excited about the His Dark Materials adaptation mm-hmm. that's going to be yes. starting on HBO. I love that book series, but again, that's another, that's now a retelling of a book. That's not a new concept, even though I'm excited to see it. It's one of my favorite books. It's still not brand new content out there in the world. Yeah, I feel like for a long time, it was mostly movies, I feel like, that were doing that, um, that were making things like sequels and uh, comic book movies with the superheroes, adaptations from comic books. And now that TV is getting, I don't know, it's like TV is in its heyday right now. Uh, I feel like now that's happening with TV. You're see- like, we're seeing all the reboots and stuff like we're talking about. Yeah. Um. So speaking of reboots or revivals, something that is not quite either of those, but is in that vein is Baron and Toluca which was written by Mahandra Delfino and stars her and Brendan Fair. So far, we've only gotten a trailer for it. It's been around since 2016, so it's unclear whether this will actually get picked up. But in case you don't know about it, the overview, this is from their official website, is exes Jake Barron and Toluca Mendez find themselves reunited in a familiar part of New Mexico, much to the delight of one and the horror of the other. Forced together by unforeseen circumstances, they must remain there together to try and unravel a paranormal mystery threatening to kill them both. That is, if they don't kill each other first. Dun dun dun! Yeah. I, for one, would definitely watch this if it gets picked up by a network or a streaming platform because Maria and Michael are were my favorite characters on Roswell. So I would gladly watch Brendan Fair and Mahandra Delfino do something else together again. So the trailer for Baron and Toluca gave me a lot more insight into the episode 285 South, which will uh, our podcast episode on that will come out next week so stay tuned there are a lot of really cute little easter eggs in this trailer which you can find online and so obviously since they're playing different characters this isn't a revival of michael and maria but in case you didn't get baron and toluca it's kind of an echo of garen and deluca their characters from the original so it's very much a nod to that uh, but being its own thing they refer to it as a spiritual successor to roswell and if, like Lorena, you want to see this, the hashtag they have is hashtag Netflix for BNT. They're trying to get it on Netflix. I think that the campaign lost a little bit of steam once the reboot was announced, but there's still a little activity online every once in a while, so you can join in on that. Also, I should mention that I've seen Brendan Fair on Twitter being very specific that it's B plus T, hashtag B plus T. Like you could, it's it's said out loud as B and T, but he was very specific that it's a plus Noted. sign and not an ampersand. <laughs> um, it sounds really fun. I hope that we get it. The pictures are also really cute. I would encourage everyone to go look at the website. We can link to that so that you can see it. It's a really fun little trailer. And I know Mahandra Delfino has been working on the script recently. There was something on her um, Instagram story recently where she was working on the script or doing something with it but it's still definitely something that they are working on and wanting to get uh, picked up yeah it seems like they just need the funding and it's really cute so there's this huff post interview that they did in august of 2016 where they're talking about it 
And essentially they say like Mahandra wrote this pilot. She had been working on it for a couple years and like she finally got it to a place where she was happy with it. Hadn't talked to Brendan in a while and out of the blue got a phone call from him just being like, hey, what's up? Wouldn't it be fun if we work together again? And she was like, hmm, now that you mention (laughs) it, I wrote this part for you. And so they got together and I think... Like I said, I think they've only filmed the trailer, but it would be adorable to see them get to work together again. How serendipitous that he called right then. I feel like they had great te- chemistry on the TV show. So, um, yeah, I think it'd be fun to see them work together again. And I love to know that after all these years, like these actors are still friends and still reach out to each other. Yeah, Catherine Heigl was a bridesmaid in Mahandra Delfino's wedding. Oh my god! That's so cute! Can we find pictures of that? I think we can. And so Mahandra is married to the actor David Walton, and they're currently filming a movie together called Later Days. So be on the lookout for that coming up sometime soon. Is that the one that they just started production of? Yeah, because I know they, they had moved to Maine. They were living in Maine. Uh not for long and then you know picked up to move to chicago or i forget where yeah somewhere where chicago, they're yeah. but they're like remodeling their house in maine right so they'll so be back is... there this is see the age of instagram <laughs> we know so much about these people's lives uh but this is i think a good time we can talk about what everyone else is doing so shiri appleby directed an episode of roswell new mexico in the first season and she's set to direct another episode in the second season so she's been stepping behind the camera a little bit which i believe she did on her show unreal as well Mm -hmm. which she was also acting on yeah she was and she's on the she's also on the drugs episode of drunk history (laughs) Ooh, fun that show is always fun and weird and wonderful. Yeah, Colin Hanks has appeared in several of those as well. So Jason Bear has not had any acting credits since 2012. He does still occasionally appear out in public because he's married to actress Katie Strickland and she seems to still be acting. But he's sort of been out of the limelight for a while. And he's not really on social media either, isn't that correct? Right, yes. So... So he has either yeah, he's not. chosen to or for some reason has ste- yeah, stepped out of the limelight altogether. Yep. So we don't know anything about his home remodeling like we do about Mahandra Delfino's. Uh, Catherine Heigl, of course, has had probably the biggest career of anyone who was on the show. She just finished the show Suits. And she has an upcoming role in a project called Firefly Lane, for which she has shortish brown hair that she debuted on social media. It's very cute. Oh, yeah. Brendan Fair recently starred in a TV show called The Night Shift as a doctor. It lasted for, I think, three or four seasons, but I never heard about it. So, hmm. Me neither. What network was it on? Yep, that's a question. I'll Google it. <laughs> do, do networks matter anymore? I never know. NBC. Okay. It was on, there yep, you go. NBC it was a network television show seasons. for four seasons on NBC. But it has since ended. It looks like it was a summer summer series because it uh, premiered oh, in May and it concluded okay. in August. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. So shorter season length summer content funny fact i just found out is uh the production locations are two san antonio texas and albuquerque new mexico cool cool so he was back in new mexico 
He was Clark. also in a movie several years back called Roswell FM, which had to do with aliens. Oh, So really? I think we should do a future mini-sode on that. Definitely. Sounds like a good plan. And I am currently watching Winona Earp, also on Netflix, because I don't watch things when they air, but he has a little four-episode arc in that, and it's cool. He looks and sounds really different than he did on Roswell, which is so interesting. I was going to say... I don't remember him, so now I'm going to have to look up what episodes that was and rewatch. Yeah, I mean, yeah, neither. he has a, a nice little role there, and he looks, I mean, he looks great, but like, I don't know if I hadn't seen mm-hmm. guest starring Brendan Fair if I would have picked out that it was him. Doesn't have the spiky hair anymore. Darn it. Now he's so unrecognizable without the spiky right. hair. He's also been in several <laughs> movies that I've never heard of. Uh, he has one coming up that's called Wonder, and it's with Tommy Lee Jones, Heather Graham, and Aaron Eckhart. So I think we'll probably oh. hear about that one. All right. Yeah. Uh, William Sadler, of course, has had a long and varied career. He does a lot of voices on the show Our Cartoon President. He has a movie coming up called VFW where he plays an older vet who is protecting a group of young kids from some street toughs. It sounds fun. It's gotten good reviews at festivals, so I don't know. (laughs) We'll see. He also has a movie coming out called The Grudge, which is a reboot of the 2004 movie that starred Sarah Michelle Gellar and Jason Bear. And I think that's actually the the movie that he met his wife on. Oh. Oh. So that's cool. He also has a movie coming out called uh, The New Bill and Ted Movie. (laughs) I am familiar with that one. It's called Bill and Ted Face the Music, and he reprises his role as Death. Yeah, so he has a bunch of stuff coming up. He is working so much for a 70-year-old man. And that was filmed in your home area, right? Yes, Bill and Ted Face the Music was filmed in New Orleans, and I know a few people who worked on it, and I went to the rap party, but sadly, he was not there. Bummer! I know, I know. Next time. Since he's in so many movies, I will hopefully have more opportunities to go see him. Yes. Yeah, if you know people working in the industry in New Orleans, hopefully it's only a matter of time before he's in another movie in New Orleans. Yes, I will cross my fingers. Um, So a few other folks, Nick Wexler was a regular on Revenge. I think that's the thing that he's probably best known for. He was also on several episodes of Chicago PD and, again, the reboot of Mm. Dynasty and most recently a show called Shades of Blue. He hasn't done anything yet this year that I could find. It's Shades of Blue, a cop show i think so that's what i would guess (laughs) sounds like it i mean yeah or it's like a very specific show about picasso's blue period that's also possible (laughs) or that one eiffel 65 song uh last but not least colin hanks as i said has done several episodes of drunk history he also voices tom in the animated series talking tom and friends which i am not (gasps) in the correct demographic for but oh eliza is apparently are you he's talking tom yes okay so i know talking tom because i work with toddlers great okay that yep talking tom i don't know if it's a show now it sounds like it's a show it's a um, show so Talking Tom originally was just this uh, computer app. I don't think he's the voice of the app. Okay. It's this cat that you can like interact with and um, and it repeats what you say. So if, it, if you talk, it listens, it records, it repeats it in like a funny cat voice. And uh, 
It's very popular among toddlers, at least toddlers with autism, since those are most of the toddlers I know. And it's really awesome. And and Talking Tom was the original one, but then there's also Ben, who's a dog. There's Angela, who's a white cat, who's more feminine. There is a parrot called Pierre. So yeah, that's pretty crazy to me. (laughs) Aliza, I'm waiting for your spinoff podcast where you just tell us about little kids shows. I could talk for many, many hours. There, did you know that there are viral videos among toddlers? Oh, that's kind of upsetting. I believe it. Great. I'll tell you about them another time. Uh, Colin Hanks also starred in Life in Pieces, which just finished up its fourth and final season. He had an uncredited role in the movie Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle, and he's set to return in Jumanji The Next Level, which will be out in December of 2019. And that one stars Danny Glover and Danny DeVito, along with the cast of The Rock, Kevin Hart, Karen Gillan, and Jack Black. Interesting. I thought that movie looked funny, but I never saw it. Oh, it was really cute. Yeah, I I probably will see it. I thought it looked cute. So... I think one of the legacies of Roswell and other shows that were on at this time is the whole concept of internet fandom, which, again, was not specific to Roswell, but because of the time in which it aired, this was a time when we were first having these chat boards and some of the actors on Roswell would get onto them. So these are places where fans could come together online. And so this was the first time that you had a really accessible way for people from all over the country and all over the world to come together and fan out. And so Roswell had these really successful campaigns to save the show where fans were sending in bottles of Tabasco, amongst other things. And so I think that's one of the legacies of just this time period. And because of when Roswell aired, it was a part of this the beginning of this big movement towards modern day fandom. And that is continued today by people like us who make podcasts about 20 year old shows. Yes. <laughs> and who met because of a fandom. Yes. We, like we met through being fans of Buffy and buffering. Yeah, absolutely. It's definitely something we are very familiar with. Mm-hmm. Nerds like us. <laughs> the internet is such a great place to find other nerds. It really is. And, you know, people talk about, like, social media and being on Facebook too much. And sure, there are, uh, d- you know, d- downsides to social media always. But there, I've gotten a lot of benefit from Facebook personally. I've met a lot of really great people. And, you know, it's a way to keep in touch with people who don't live near me and to, and to find other people with similar interests or identities yeah it's a special when place, i was in high I school think. i had literally one other friend who watched buffy with me and nobody else cared but i was part of a you know email newsletter that uh, you know the other writers on the newsletter were people i met through the internet the early days of the internet and like all yeah in chat boards all of that stuff yeah, my first experience with fandoms was definitely Harry Potter. And mm-hmm. I was in middle school, so 2001, 2002, three, um, you know, coming home every day, going on the Harry Potter chat boards. Mm-hmm. And I uh, only watched teen shows starting when I was like 30. And that's also when I got <laughs> into the idea of fandoms. So I came a little late to the game. Everyone has their own journey. Yep. I think in 1999, I was only using the internet to listen to the radio when I was at home and to download albums from Napster before we realized oh, it was yeah. illegal. 
<laughs> oh, I knew it was illegal, and I was still doing it. Yeah, I mean, I, I did it after we realized it was illegal, too. I mean, no, I wasn't. <laughs> of course <laughs> I wasn't. Listening. I wasn't downloading anything on Napster. I never have. And I never will. <laughs> well, I think you would be hard-pressed to do it today. Yeah. On Napster, specifically. <laughs> on Napster, yeah. Yeah, because it doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> Well, hello, Pod Squad. This is Lorena just popping in with a little note of some exciting information that has come to light since we recorded this episode on Sunday, October 6th, 2019, which was the 20th anniversary of Roswell. It was announced that Jason Bear would be returning to the new reboot to play a secret character in a multi-episode arc. So that's some exciting news for Jason Bear, even though we didn't have anything exciting to share about him when we recorded this episode last week. Thanks for joining us for this week's mini-show where we celebrate the 20th anniversary of Roswell. We're excited to keep the fandom going with you, so if you have any memories of where you were during the debut or during any other point that you want to share with us, hit us up. Let us know. And uh, next mini-sode, which will be airing in two weeks, we will be sorting the characters of Roswell into Hogwarts houses. So join us in two weeks for that mini-sode. But first, join us next week on Tuesday when we go over Roswell Season 1, Episode 6, 285 South. In the meantime, please subscribe, rate, and review, and tell us how you think we're doing. You can find us always at roswellhotsauce.com, where you'll find meticulous show notes from co-host Lisa, as well as lots of other great information. You can also find us on Twitter and Instagram at Roswell Hot Sauce. And you can email your memories to us or any other questions that you may have to roswellhotsauce at gmail.com. Until next time, you can catch us on the chat boards.